the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bergio, and today we are sitting down with a nurse biz mentor, Eva Machado. She is here to talk to us all about building community and learning to lean into that thing that we feel when we know we're meant for something more or even a change or a shift or a pivot. So Eva, I'd love to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat today. We are working through some technical difficulty because like, you know, any good day, technical stuff couldn't just go right for me and I have to fuss with my internet. So we are talking to each other, um, but we can't see each other, but she is this gorgeous brunette who has beautiful hair for all my hairdresser peeps out there. And, um, we can give a little hand clap for that. Cause I love people that like show up and look the part, um, girl, we have been trying to get this podcast on for like a couple months now. I feel like she is a fellow, uh, mastermind with me in fast foundations. She's not in this room, but she's been in, uh, two p- previous. And I think we connected that way. And, you know, I'm always sharing with you guys on here, the power of connection, the power of getting in rooms and the power of like community, because that's where the magic can happen. And that's how I'm able to have so many of these amazing guests on the podcast. So can you give the people a little backstory of how you got into what you're doing with the nurse, um, mentorship stuff, and then kind of where that stemmed from? Cause I know you've been in the nursing industry for about five years now, right? Yeah. I've been a nurse for five years. And it's so funny because our mentor, Chris, who runs the mastermind that, uh, just talked about always says that he's always like connection is so, so powerful. Like everyone in the mastermind should be like one connection away from someone that you really need to meet. Who's going to help you. And it's, it really has like proven to be true. I've met so many amazing people through it. So it just goes to show how powerful it really is. But yeah, I've been a nurse for five years. I, a couple years in decided that I just was ready for the next thing. And I didn't know whether that was going to be like going back to school and advancing my degree or just starting something completely new. And I truthfully have never even had interest in starting a business until a few years ago. I just met a friend at work who was starting her own business and she was a nurse and she just kind of brought me into that world a little bit and gave me a different lens. It's crazy how meeting one person can just change like the lens of your life that you're, you're looking through. And so I just kind of followed in her footsteps a little bit, um, and started to just try different things. I did not know what the heck I was doing, if we're being honest. Like I was not like, Oh, I'm going to run a brand and a product-based business. Like I had no idea at that point. I just was not feeling going back to school. Like I feel like sometimes we feel like we're on this path that we have to, you know, follow quote unquote. And I just didn't feel like that. Yeah. I just didn't feel like that was the path for me. So I just started trying different things and honestly winging it. And then I tried a bunch of things I didn't like and learned, learned the things I did like. And I started by getting a mentor when I started to think about product and she helped me launch my first few items. I think it was like a few mugs and I didn't even start with apparel. I started with a few mugs and then I launched them and I freaking loved it. And I have been obsessed ever since I grew the brand. I now own retail. It's all e-commerce, but it's retail store online for nurses. And it's, it's funny because it's blended in with my background of nursing. So it supports nurses and it's been such a journey. It's been so awesome. And I am just like floored that (laughs) in business when I started out in nursing, (laughs) Honestly, like that's so powerful. And it speaks to like so many little 
nuggets of my heart. Like I love anyone who's willing to like branch out and try something new, even if it doesn't work. Like you're like, at least I tried it. Like no one's ever mad. They tried something. Right. Yeah, exactly. I started out, I I think I like did a blog for a little while and was doing like the blog posts and I was just like, uh, and then I did like a book club where I'm getting nurses to talk these like more self-development concepts through a book club, but it just wasn't fulfilling me the way I was like hoping that it would. And then it's funny because I never would have thought product would make me so excited, but I just was kind of onto the next thing, like the trial and error kind of forces you into the next thing. Like I was like, okay, well, these things aren't working for me. Let me try something else. And then I ended up trying that thing. And that was like the golden ticket that kind of really like stuck for me. And I guarantee if you go through the list of things that you tried, you learn something that you could use in what you're doing now. Like the blog posting, right? Like learning how to write copy, learning how to write things that speak to people. Like that's probably how you put some of your descriptions and how you built like the the verbiage you use on your sales page and for copy and for get, building community. So I think when we, we can only look back, like connect the dots looking back, like they say. And I think sometimes all the things we've tried end up adding up to how we're able to do what we do now. How true is that? Like, it's not just about the trial and error of, oh, I didn't like blogging next. It's yes, I figured out they didn't like blogging and blogging is not going to be my lifelong career, but I also learned these like sub skills almost that I can use when I do find my thing. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that perspective. They just have the perspective of, okay, great. Like you knock that thing off the list of what you don't want to do, but really you're learning so much more than just what you don't want to do. You're learning other skill sets that are going to help you when you find the thing that you do want to do. So that's a really interesting perspective that I think a lot of people kind of skip over. Yeah, I did for sure. I used to beat myself up that I was like, oh, you started something else that you didn't finish. Right. Like I used to like constantly get down on myself. Cause I'm like, Oh, that didn't hit the sweet spot. Like I wanted it to. And instead of thinking about things as like kind of failures, cause I had a blog too, but like now all that blogging that I did led to like a really good, uh, journaling practice, which now led to me writing my first chapter of my book the other week. So I'm like, if yeah. I look back at all the things, like I wouldn't have honed those skills. I wouldn't have learned how to put words together and what makes sense and what I liked. And like, it's like a way to find your voice. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, even as I just said it to you, like, that's not something I've like been rooted in. Like, I almost just thought of that as like, as you said it, because I'm like, I have tried so many things, even as I stayed a hairdresser, cause you are still nursing as well. So it's like, you don't always have to be this or that. Like I've learned through all of this, that we can, we can be this and that. And yeah, I've, I've really owned that lately. I feel like that's been a big shift in my mindset was as I started to grow my business. And I was like, you know, purpose people's my baby. I love this. I want to pursue this. I really have big visions for it. I started to think in this mindset of like, how do I get out of nursing and into supporting nurses through my brand? Right. And as I've grown in business, business and obviously personal perspective, I've come way more into this idea of, and like, I want to be a business owner and a nurse. I want to serve the community at the bedside doing nursing and run an empire. Like And we can do all of that. And it doesn't mean that we're less than because we chose one thing, you know, we're that we're doing two things at once. I feel like sometimes we think we have to own one thing. And it's, it's honestly a release when you give yourself the permission to do two things and own both of them and be happy doing both of them. Right. Oh my God. That's resonating so hard. Now I will circle back because you used the word, the one thing. So if you guys have ever needed a book to help you focus reading the book, the one thing helped me really 
strategize how to go deep on one things before I added more shit to my plate. So, you know, I've been a hairdresser for X amount of years. And so now I'm venturing into the business coaching and online marketing space and building this membership out, but I'm also still a hairdresser, but I went really deep on hairdressing, got to the point where that can be plug and play. And now I can add other things in. So I think when you try to maybe start two new things at once, that might be challenging, but you already were a nurse. You went to nursing school, you got the degree, you're doing the thing. You learned what was missing for nurses. You learned the pain points so that you could speak to them, which they're your ideal client, like hairdressers are mine. And we've now learned ways to build community to support our people. And it's like, I love that you're still in the industry too, because I, I felt for so long, I had to stop fully Mm -hmm. in order to go all in on the other thing. And if I didn't go all in, then I wasn't going to be like as successful or as, I don't know, committed or whatever it was. But, you know, I remember feeling like that back when I started doing hair that, Oh, I must not be that good of a hairdresser because these people eat, sleep and breathe this seven days a week. Like I have other hobbies. I love fitness. I loved snowboarding. Like I like to do these other things too. So maybe I'm not the best hairdresser. Like I was so in comparison mode because some other people like that's all they did and that's great for them. Like maybe that's all they want to do. But when you're multi-passionate and you kind of, I don't know, have low level ADHD, like you need to (laughs) feed, feed the beast. And that is with doing other things. And when you see like a gap in something that you can fulfill, like that's super powerful. And if it's in you to like step in and like lead that way and to support my God, like I know a lot of people that have that voice, but they they're scared, intimidated, imposter syndrome comes up and they don't know where to start or how to start to build that. So how did you, you started with the mugs, you started with the blogs, you started with the, you know, the book club, but like what really propelled like purpose people into like the retail brand and community that we see now? That's a tough question. I think it was trial and error at the beginning. And then once I landed on apparel, like I said, I was like tunnel vision on that. But I always knew that the apparel was like the partner to the community. So that was, it was all based in community. So I already was developing my community through the trial and error. So I was kind of showing my life, like as I went through these different things, right. And started to just make these connections with nurses along the way, regardless. And so they were on my journey with me as I started to develop my brain, which was really fun. And so then once I got to the point where I was like, this is the thing I want to do. And I love this. I had already had people like along the ride with me who had started with me, which was awesome. And since then, as I slowly developed it, I have really just honed in on what the brand message is and what it stands for, which is like nurses being fulfilled. How are we going to be fulfilled in our career? So it's so much greater than buying a shirt. It's the messaging around the products. And so I've clearly, you know, built the brand, which is awesome, but the community alongside of it has been like probably greater than the clothing, like more important to me. And I would say the drive, probably what's in the driver's seat as far as why the brand is successful. Absolutely. And if you look at any business building playbook, like it is all stemmed around community and Mm -hmm. an emotional connection message to whatever product it is that you're selling. So like tomorrow you could go create like a candy line, you know, and, but you have a community and you have a message behind it and your people would buy your candy. Like that's the thing about businesses. Like people think it's so hard, but that's, that's where you got to start is building the community and serving a specific target audience. Um, so what are some of the, you guys do some of the coolest stuff with your give back efforts and all of the stuff like that. So how do you go about, have you, have you dove into like donation based stuff or how have you drummed up all that stuff where you've been able to donate so much? Yeah. So that was from the beginning, I think 
when I thought of where I wanted the brand to go, I knew that it had to be more than just the simple exchange of like selling someone a shirt and receiving money from them. And that was the business. Like I knew I wanted the community aspect. And then I knew that I wanted impact, but it's tough when you're not directly impacting people through like a mentorship or coaching. Like you see that everywhere. And then when you're obsessed with physical product, you're like, okay, how do I create an impact with a product? And so this was like kind of a new concept for me, um, as far as coming up with how to create a larger impact than just someone receiving a certain, a shirt and being really excited about it. Um, which is fine, obviously if other brands, that's, you know, their mission. But for me, I knew I wanted some sort of other impact. And so I just started to get creative with giving back. And so it was just came down to like throwing ideas around. And we started with care packages in the beginning of the pandemic. So we just crowdfunded through our community and also through our shop. We created these huge nursing care packages for like entire nursing units. We just shipped them out all over the country. And then since then we've I like to call what we do cyclical giving. So it's never one thing. It's not like we donate 10% to, you know, a certain organization. It's, you know, every three to six months, who's in need? What's going on in the world right now? What do people need? And so we kind of shift from there. And so we've done like, you know, give backs where we create a product around breast cancer. All of the sales of that are going towards a breast cancer organization. And then, like I said, other times it's care packages for nurses. Um, and so it's, it's been fun and engaging to keep people interested in what are we doing next? Um, but also then have that greater impact, you know? A hundred percent. And I, and I love everything that you just said. Like, I feel like it's not a one size fits all, (laughs) no pun intended with the sweatshirt. (laughs) Um, it's, it's really about like getting a pulse on what your community needs and like, who, who could you serve first and like, what's going to make the greatest impact because, Um, when you keep that at the forefront of your mission in any business that you have, when, when the mission and the goal is greater than just yourself, like it's so much more impactful and it's so much easier to show up every day for that community. Right. Than it just being your dream and your goal, like you're really there supporting everybody, making sure that they're being heard and that like your mission is serving its actual purpose. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's been fun too, to like, for me personally, like I said, just giving a standard amount isn't as fun to me as being like, okay, like what's the next thing, you know, what, who's in need now? Like, what can we do? And it creates this like aspect of fun that like, we all want to have fun in business. You know, we all want to feel excited about it. And so for me, that gives me that little sense of excitement to keep changing things. Amen. I love that. (laughs) Okay. I'm who designs all of your stuff because it is super duper cute. And you guys, everybody knows a nurse. Like I have so many clients that are nurses and I can't wait to grab some of this stuff for them. So who, who is your, do you do all the designing yourself? Girl, it's me. Oh, <laughs> I love it. You're going to have to help me with some beauty inspires beauty stuff. Cause I, <laughs> love this stuff. it's so funny. It's like, it's tough right now. Cause I don't love designing. You know how they always say like in business, you know, find the things you really love, find the things you don't love, delegate the things that you don't love. You know, you get all that advice. And for me, designing is just not my favorite thing, but it's become such a, like part of the identity of the brand is like those specific designs and the way that I've curated them, because you know how it is in the beginning of business, you are everything you're, you're no, you're the photographer, you're the social media manager, you're the designer, you know, all that. So I started out in that way. And so I've continued to design because it's become such an identity of the brand, but it's not my favorite part of business, but yeah, it's, it's something I'm good at. So I've kind of stuck with it along the way. Totally. And I think maybe like later down the road, if someone comes in who's creative and works with you, they can help you. Or maybe that's one thing you 
search out for help with just to expand or maybe switch things up later on down the road. Like, I feel like just that is, here's the coach in me. That is one of those things that like, if it's not bringing you the ultimate joy, it's obviously bringing in you bringing in the business because people are loving your design. That's why they're here too. But, um, you know, being able to diversify what you do in a way to someone else that they can continue on the magic by creating, right? Like I think giving up some of those, those things when you're ready can help you, you know, scale the business later on too. Um, but I, I'm obsessing because I see that you were on a good morning America also. So can you talk to people who do have a small business or are starting out? How does one get exposure like that? Were you able to get your own PR somehow, or did you know somebody who knew somebody? Oh, you listen to this. Okay. So what happened was they emailed me <laughs> and were like, we love what you're doing. Do you want to be on good morning America? No joke. <laughs> but I will say, I never actually asked them, how did you find out about me? And I think if I had to follow the trail, how I got that email into my, you know, basically they slid into my DMs, I like to say, but how they approached me, I would say the trail behind that was likely that I got the tip at some point, probably in our mastermind that we were in together to literally just find producers on Instagram, get savvy, start using hashtags, figure out like who has producer in their bio and just start DMing these people about your story, about your mission, about what you do. And so for me at the time, this was beginning of 2020 when I was doing my care packages. And so I started doing that being like, Hey, I'm doing this like completely free. Like I'm just using my time. I'm passionate. You know, my brand's doing this. And I got one of the producers from ABC who obviously produces good morning America. Mm-hmm. It, he was the producer of what they it's called localish and um it's just like a smaller segment they do and it's not aired I don't think it's aired on tv but it was on their social media account and so I was actually they did a segment on me through localish ABC's localish and that producer did that with me it was exciting and that was literally just through dm and communicating and being passionate about my mission and passionate about serving and I think because they're associated with ABC I would guess that they saw that mini segment I did with localish Good Morning America did. And that's why they approached me if I had to guess, but I never actually found out exactly how they found me. That's amazing. That's probably accurate. I would imagine like they probably have those other segue shows in order to find more bigger, juicy stories or like, you know, those people go out and find the good stuff and do the hard work. And then, you know, Good Morning America gets to put it out there for like, they found you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But then it's also just goes to show like, doing that little lower level stuff that people tell you to do, like DMing producers on Instagram leads to national coverage, you know, which is crazy. Absolutely. And so what did you see happen after you were, were put up on there? Did you see sales go bananas or did you have like a bazillion new followers or how did you grow after that? So I never saw like, they, they say, you know, the direct ROI from the national media coverage. I think it got like a couple thousand dollars in sales from the day it aired, but you also have to realize at that time I was really, really small. So I had like 10 mugs. They showed a picture of one of the mugs, all 10 sold out, but who would have known, you know, if I had a thousand in stock, you know, but it's when you're that small, it's the credibility. So for me, it was the fact that now in my bio, I have as seen on good morning America. Now on my website, I have the good morning America icon. I now, when I go to pitch brands, pitch podcasts, pitch, you know, future news segments, I can be like, oh yeah, I remember that time I was on Good Morning America. You know, I've had, I actually had the Drew Barrymore show reach out to me to be on their TV show. Um, and it's probably because I have this credibility now that gives my brand recognition and gives, 
gives me credibility, which I think is the biggest thing for me, especially as a small starting business. Um, and so that's been probably the most part of it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. Do, do the little things that are going to get you big results. And I think a lot of times people want to skip over the little things because they want to go straight to the big things. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta do the little things first. Um, so kudos for you for actually doing what you're taught in the mastermind to DM. Those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so what is the big picture for the brand? Like where are, what's your vision for it? And where are you guys like headed in the next couple of years? So I think my vision for the brand right now is obviously expansion. I want every line to just be bigger, you know, the, the regular stuff, like more colors, more available, more designs, um, and really expand it. But I want to continue the give back mission and impact part of it. So it's really just cultivating and growing what I already have. So like just exponentially growing the community. I want every nurse to like know about this brand and feel like they can, that we're super approachable, you know, and they're going to find what they need when they come here which doesn't just include the merch, right? It includes other nurses who understand what they're going through. It includes the positivity that right now healthcare is not, you know, providing. That's just not what people are going to work and seeing right now is a positive work culture because healthcare is crazy right now. And so I want to be that space for people to show up, you know, they can show up at my community and know that like, we're going to be a positive, fulfilling space, giving them the resources, giving them the tools to actually feel excited and happy about nursing versus, feeling like they're stuck in this negative place. Um, so a through the merch, but B through the community and then C through the continued impact of like, I would hope in the grand vision of the business to find out about a nurse who's going through a really hard time, you know, has, has a really inspiring story and is struggling and be able to like write them a check through our give back efforts Mm. to help them, you know, to find corporations that we're like really aligned with and give back. And so I definitely feel passionate about the impact in nurses' lives specifically, and then also in the greater good in the community in general. I love that. That's so powerful. That's amazing. And I can see all that happening for you because you are, you're, you're, you've got the momentum and, then, and having a solid vision like that, where when someone asks you, you can wrap that shit out. Like, you know, it's already, in, it's already happening. It's already a done deal. Um, that's so powerful. And when you can get really rooted in your message and your mission, like it makes waking up and doing what you're doing easier, even on days where you're like, I don't want to design anything. I don't want to do payroll. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Like, that's the thing about entrepreneurship that like, I have a love hate with it. Like most entrepreneurs do as well. Like some days you're so high up, everything's fucking great. And other days you're like, I, what am I doing? Like, this is for the birds, but like yeah, at the end of the day, when you're rooted in that vision and that mission and the type of culture you're trying to build, like I, I used to always focus on what's your why. And it's the why is similar. It's kind of like, you know, right there with the vision, but when you can really plant the vision of where you want things to go, it's so much easier to get people on board. If you're building a team, if you're trying to build, you're not just a one man show anymore. Um, and when, when you speak about your, your business to other people, whether you're on good morning America or whether you're at a convention or whether you're trying to get donations from people to, you know, help you out with the donations, like it's, it's so important. And I love when people that are so passionate can just like wrap all that stuff out. So I got to give you credit for that for sure. Thank you. I feel like it's something that I always remember how aligned I am because every time I go on a podcast or the news or whatever, and I talk about my business or like people at coffee shops, I swear to you, they're like, oh, you love this shit. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. because they're like, you are so excited. And I'm like, I know I am. And so it's like, even when you talk about it, it really does like people can tell if you're aligned. And if you find people 
that continually tell you, oh, wow, I can tell you really love this. Like that's how you know that you are on like the right trajectory and the right path. And mm-hmm. I found that to be so true. And, and, and as well, just to compliment another thing that you said, when you're serving something that you're truly excited about, all these other opportunities come, right? Like when we talk about this cool, good morning America segment, like that was one day, but because I'm excited every single day and I'm like, what do nurses need today? Like, let's make them care packages. Let's raise money. Let's donate our own profits. And I get all excited about it. Then I get this little segment that leads to this good morning America thing. And that obviously we all know that how, how that turned out, but it started because of my excitement in the mission and what I like, you know, what I'm excited to do with business. Absolutely. Okay. So walk us back. Cause I want to, I want, I know there's a lot of people that still listen to the show that have never invested in a coach, a mentor, or really in themselves at a higher level. Um, what was it that you were so rooted that you're like, I am getting a mentor. I'm figuring this out. Like, and I'm sure that that took an investment at some level, um, and a commitment to hire said person to help you craft this vision. Yeah, for me, it really came down to the fact that I knew nothing. So it was like, if I want to do this, I need help that yeah. I'm going to have to pay for her right. or else I can't do it. So I was in this position of literally not knowing anything about product and that's okay. Like we in business sometimes don't know, you know, anything. And so that it kind of came down to that and remind like, you can start where you're at. I didn't get a mentor who costed me three grand. I did that a year later once I was established. You know, I got a mentor who was $150 an hour for, you know, six weeks or something. Like I, I started out where I was at. I got someone at my price point who was one step ahead of me. And so it came down to that feeling uncomfortable for me at that time. Like, of course, that $150 an hour for whatever amount of weeks we were doing it wasn't easy for me, but it was one step ahead of where I needed to be. And then, you know, today I actually had a call with someone who is going to charge me more than I've ever paid for services. And that's really uncomfortable for me now. So it's starting where you're at and taking it step by step. But I think getting a mentor was one of the best things I ever did, because like I said, the tools that I got from her, I would have never been able to figure out on my own unless I wanted to spend like 40 hours a week on Google figuring it out, you know? Yeah. I tell everybody everything <laughs> is figure outable. I have absolute faith that you can go find all of this stuff out on your own. No problem. I'm like, but the amount of time that it's yep. going to take you and the mistakes. And to me, time is money. Like I know my hourly value. Like we break that down in our, in our mastermind. Like we are very clear on that. So it is easy for me to make decisions on investing now when I know what my value is and what I expect to make for, for that time versus, okay, if I pay someone this, then I will have this as a result. Hopefully like that's the best thing it's paying for speed almost. Um, Mm -hmm. and then for someone else to lift the curtain on a lot of shit of what not to do. And man, you said it like, I, we don't know what we don't know. So if you know, you don't know some shit and you want to know it, like find someone who's done it. And like you said, one step ahead of you even to start with, but I mean, that's exactly like People, when I used to compete in bodybuilding, they're like, oh, how did you get so good? Or how did you, I said, I found the best coach in San Diego, hired her, paid the money, did what she said. And boom, like it was not rocket science. Was it easy? No. Did I do what she said and have good results? Yes. So it's like, I relate everything back to like the basics like that. Yep. And then even if you worst case scenario, you're so based in fear about how much money you're going to spend and the worst case scenario happens and you 
meet this mentor and you're not in love with them or they didn't give you the, what you thought you were going to get. Like we just said before at the beginning of this podcast, like you're still learning. You're not just learning that you didn't like that person or you didn't get what you wanted. Like you're learning now when you have a team in the future, what kind of team members you're going to hire, like personalities going together. Like you're learning so much more out of the experience. So like even in the worst case scenario, which personally has never even happened for me, I've always had good experiences, but for people that are like so skeptical, you're still learning skills that are going to, you're going to use in business in three years, in two years, you know, it's crazy. Absolutely. Like I just geek out now and I'm only doing hair one day a week behind the chair, but I've invested so much this year in actual technical classes to go sit in the rooms with other people who are investing at that level. Like now I'm using these classes. Yeah. I'm going to pick up some new skill sets to use behind the chair. Hopefully that's what the class is for, but I'm also now putting myself in community with other people who are investing in them, themselves at these high levels. Cause our education has gone through the roof as far as like what people are charging for classes. And I, I will shit on myself and say, I used to think I knew everything when it came to like how I did hair behind the chair and that I didn't need to go to another class. And now I'm like, when I look at it in such a different way, I always learn something or I'm always re-reminded of like how I could do it better. And, and then also to use my time when I'm there more wisely and not just sit in the room and observe, but actually be a participant in the learning. So you know, I speak to a ton of hairdressers and a lot of people who are early stage entrepreneurs on this podcast. And it's just a reminder of like, sometimes you just got to pay to get in the room. Yep. You just got to pay to be around the people who are doing the things you're doing. So if you're a nurse, even, and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm going to learn how to do this. You send someone like Eva a message and you say, girl, how did I get started? And maybe even she doesn't coach, but she could, she could coach you on the side. Like that's how I hit up our other friend, Kat Golden, who has a really similar industry business like um, you do as well. And I was like, I saw that you created this course. Could you help me put a course together? And she's like, well, I don't really do that, but of course I'll help you. So it's like, if you see someone that you resonate with, you know, you could learn from or, or pick up something from like hit them up. Maybe they'd be open to helping you for, you know, a good energy investment exchange. I like to call it. Yeah, absolutely. That actually happened to me last year. I had someone being like, I already know that you're going to be my mentor because I just know that you can help me and your energy and this, that, and the other. And I was like, I don't do that, but I'll do it for you. Sure. Like I'll just whip up a package (laughs) and I mentored her and she opened her little shop and she's doing her thing, you know? And it's like, you don't get what you don't ask for. Right. And that's why I think a lot of people struggle to like niche down in the coaching industry. Cause they're like, I want to help so many people. And I'm like, do your thing, do it really well. And I guarantee you'll still get business from other people. Like I still get people in the coaching industry. Like when I started off coaching on teaching six figure, like how to make six figures in the industry, I would get on the side salon owners like, Hey, I know you don't do this, but could you help me with this? And it's like, so beautiful how like the evolution of your business can kind of go and grow and there's the possibilities are endless, but you won't have those opportunities if you don't try and you don't start where you're at. Like you just said. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So awesome. I'm so stoked for you. So where can people find all your goodies at? Cause we all know a nurse could use some fun swag right now. Yeah, I know. And it's, it really is something that people need truly. I mean, like I said previously, like healthcare is so tough right now. And so I find that people are just excited to give to nurses in general right now, which is nice. Uh, but our website is purposepeople.co. And then on Instagram, it's purposepeopleco. And then I'm getting into TikTok these days. Uh, It's fun. Um, So my handle there is Eva Machado RN. And then on Instagram, I'm Eva Machado. I'm everywhere. (laughs) You could Google purpose people and you'll find us. (laughs) Um, And also a lot of this stuff is like, yeah, it's maybe for nurses, but like I would wear half the stuff that you had. I love all the breast cancer awareness stuff. I love the play on words. I love the tie dye shirt with the heart on it. Like 
Um, I mean, I rock surf shop shit and I don't work at the surf shop. You know what I mean? So I think this stuff that you have is for everybody. It's not just for nurses or people in healthcare. I think we can represent, um, our, our support for that industry through wearing your, your gear as well and supporting your business too. So, um, if people do have businesses that are able to donate, how do you go about helping out and donating, um, so that we can add to the give back efforts? Yeah. So that's been something that's been so fun for me is collaborating with other brands, like even donating product to us or obviously financial donations are accepted. So that's been super fun. And if you go on like the main page of the website that we usually have, whatever we give back, we're doing right on the front there, but you can also just fill out the contact form and just say that you're excited about what we're doing and want to collaborate. That's totally fine. And we'll just email back and forth and figure out what's going to work for both of us. Um, but yeah, I really, however, just, just approach us, DM us. We're happy to <laughs> communicate and figure out what the you best your shit or your money. I love it. Yes. Take Whatever. it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so rad. This is such a great, great thing that you've started. I'm so excited for you and where this is going to go. Thank you so much for coming on beauty inspires beauty. Do you have any parting words? I always love to share with the industry. Like I talk a lot about, you know, building your business around being authentically yourself. Like the be you and beauty is like what stands out to me and why I named it that. And this podcast too has so much meaning behind just like really empowering people to show up as their authentic self. So was there like a message or like some great advice that you were given at some point that helped you step into that like way of being for yourself? Um, yeah, well, actually you're cracking me up because you're like talking about being authentically you and you're like cracking me up because you're like saying rad and you're like, I wear surfer stuff. And I'm like, that just so aligned with your personality. It's so cute. Um, but no, I actually like obsessed with this quote late, lately. I want to find exactly what it is. Uh, but it's, let me find it real quick. It's so good. And I've been obsessed with it. It is don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. And that has been so strongly aligned with me lately. Like just ask yourself, what makes me come alive? What makes me excited? And I feel like so often we're worried about what other people are expecting of us, what other people want from us, what should we do? And if you just ask yourself, what is making me feel alive? Like when I'm working on my business, I feel so freaking alive. And that's why I know I'm being authentic. You know, it's that feeling. And so when I read that the other day, I was like, oh yes, it's by Howard Thurman, by the way, I should give him credit. (laughs) You should, that is amazing. Like that literally is the title of my first book that I'm putting out the art of unbecoming who they told you, you should be like, so conditioned to do like how our parents told us we should do, or if you got into a career, like you got to stick with it 25 years, 30, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's such powerful, um, stuff right there. I I love that quote. That's amazing. Do you follow anybody that inspires you or books? Have you read that? Like we could pass on and give people some oomph to listen to, whether it's a podcast or a book or a show or a person on social that you follow. That's really like inspiring you right now. You know what I'm reading right now is actually, it's called jump. Um, and it's by someone who actually spoke at our podcast. Let me find out her name because I don't have it with me, but it's really, really good for like beginning entrepreneurs. Actually, I find it's by Kim Perel. It's called jump and it's about just taking leaps in business or in life. And I thought I was, I started reading it because obviously like you guys know, I kind of have established my business business a little bit at this point, but as I'm reading it, I'm like, this, these are so many good nuggets that I need to be reminded of. And we're always making some sort of jump in business. Um, and so I've really enjoyed that lately. Awesome. I have her book. I, I remember when she spoke in that she is super powerful and she's got great energy too. So you could just like see her reading the book to you. Yeah, she does. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Awesome. This has been so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've enjoyed every second of this. I feel like we're like <laughs> little soul sisters. So, um, you guys, if you loved this episode, please rate review, share it with your friends, pass it on to your nurse friends. Um, and if you've got a few minutes, go check out purposepeople.co for a good little shopping session and give the nurses in your life, the people in the industry, some love with either a sweatshirt, a gift card, uh, a mug. I know she's got a ton of good stuff on there though. So thank you again for being on the show. I had so much fun. Thank you. Yes. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.